You are now tuned in to the Wrestling Purists. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Wrestling Purist podcast. My name is Ryan, one half of the titular Wrestling Purist. You might be here looking for my reactions to the Sasha Banks Naomi fiasco dilemma episode, like the thing. Um, it's about an hour and a half. Um, I I was gonna air it earlier in the week, and then um, if you follow us on Twitter, which you should at WP Pod One. Um, I just didn't think it was appropriate to post it when I did or when I was going to. So I pushed it to Friday. Life got crazy. I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll just do it in the morning. And then I was like, oh, crap, double or nothings this weekend. So I'm doing double or nothing instead. And right before this, I looked because I was going to do this and that. And then we have retro review in the morning. Um, and I was like, I ranted on this Naomi Sasha Banks thing for an hour and a half. Okay, so um, I'm probably gonna cut it down a little bit. I'll probably post it next week. Um, but I don't know. We'll see when we get there. But right now, we've got to head to the Las Vegas Strip, y'all. All right, T-Mobile Arena, May 29th. That's tomorrow night. Double or nothing, 2022. It's going to be a very exciting evening. We have a lot of uh, interweaving storylines here going on. So I just want to dive right in because there are 13 matches altogether. I do want to try and get the regular matches first, then all the title matches, all that good stuff. And obviously the main event of this show, the reason you're paying your $49.99 to Bleacher Report is uh, the AEW World Championship match between champion Hangman Adam Page and CM Punk. So we'll get there in just a bit, but let's start with the only pre-show match that has been announced as of um, 2 p.m. here on the East Coast on Saturday. It is... Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling taking on Hookhausen. That would be uh, Hook and Danhausen. Um, Hook and Danhausen are going to win. Duh. I, it wouldn't surprise me if the biggest pop of the night out of out of everybody that's scheduled is Danhausen. He is incredibly over with the fan base wherever he goes. I'm not a big Danhausen guy, but I get it. Okay. I get what the character is. I'm well aware. Uh followed him before Ring of Honor when he was in Ring of Honor. Uh we actually met him at Next Generation Wrestling Tennessee um on Halloween of last year. Uh which um, our good, which our good buddy 
Eddie Shepard of Wrestling Ruined is one half of the brilliant minds behind NGW Tennessee. And that was where he very infamously uh, broke his leg. So very, very hurt by that show. Uh, They have since sworn never to run another Halloween show, but neither here nor there. Uh, Tony Nese uh, is building up quite the record from Dark and Elevation. I don't, it's definitely not going to be enough for Hookhausen, or it's not going to be enough to defeat Hookhausen. Hookhausen will go over. Easy peasy. All right. We will start. All right. We'll start with just the regular matches, then we'll transition into. Uh, the ones that have some stipulations tied to them. Uh, so we'll start off with one that was just announced yesterday. It's Kyle O'Reilly taking on Darby Allen, uh, feuding for a while. I think this is this has potential uh, to be one of the top matches of the evening. I'm not a big Darby guy, but I get it. Uh, I think that what he does sometimes he doesn't need to do. I think that his match against Jeff Hardy in the in the Owen tournament, um, I thought it was spot heavy. Um, I thought the ladder spot off of well, onto the chairs on the outside, um, it was extremely reckless. It was um, extremely unnecessary. And we've said this before on the retro review. I think it was about two weeks ago when it first happened, but I think that Darby Allen, either you're going to like him or you're not. And I think the reason I'm so sour on him in the current time is still reeling from the fact that they don't want to book him to lose. Tony Khan, for some reason does not feel comfortable booking Darby Allen to lose. And it's always when he's in there with um, a much more physical opponent or one that is definitely better um, in the ring than him. Um, It's 80% Darby's going to get his ass kicked. The last 20% is this uh, super Cena-esque comeback to pick up the win. What I also think here was going to happen is Kyle O'Reilly is going to get the win. Um, the report came out that Sting is not making the flight. He's not going to be in town uh, due to the quote-unquote injury. So whether that is uh, work or not is still up for debate. But I think that Kyle O'Reilly having Bobby Fish in his corner uh, Kyle Riley put on a really good match against Samoa Joe the other night. Um, obviously, fell short, but this is going to be a good match. I do think that Kyle Riley is going to pick up the window. Let's move on to the six-man tag. It is Death Triangle. That would be Pack, Penta, Oscuro, and Ray Fenix taking on the House of Black. 
That would be Malachi Black, Buddy Matthews, and Brody King. I'm very torn on this match because we pretty much have already had this match. Um, you take out Phoenix and you put in um, Eric Redbeard, and it's the same match. Um, so I, I, I do think the House of Black are going to win. I think Death, Death Triangle has been getting a pretty strong rub here as of late. I do think that with this being a six-man tag, these are two teams to keep an eye out for when we do eventually get the trios titles. I think Death Triangle is obviously a clear favorite, um, but House of Black is right behind them. The ambiance that they provide to get their characters over is tremendous. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking to House of Black, but either way, it's going to be a really strong match. I'll be excited to see what Ray Fenix brings to the, to the table rather than Eric Redbeard. Um, perfect. Regular old tag team match. We've got the Hardys. That would be Matt and Jeff taking on the Young Bucks. That would be Matt and Nick. And if you didn't watch Dynamite, or not Dynamite, Rampage last night, um, the Bucks came out. They cosplayed as old school Hardys. They even brought Gangrel in. Did the whole Vampire Warrior gimmick. It was fantastic. Um, death, death taxes in the Young Bucks. There is no earthly reason why the Young Bucks should lose this match, and here's why. Um, the same thing I said about Darby Allen moments ago can be say the same for Jeff Hardy. Um, I don't think Matt Hardy should even be wrestling at this point, considering his his um, essentially his back is fused. Uh, with his tailbone right now everything is just waiting to fall apart i think both of them this should be their last tag match it's not going to happen but i think just for the safety and the longevity of their of their lives i think of being able to you know still walk around i think this is something that should be the last of but it's not what i think but that's why you're here to listen to how I think this card is going to play out. The Young Bucks are going to cheat to win. Obviously, they've got Brandon Cutler right in their back pocket. Um, who else is? No, that's it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of everybody not in matches. Um, so this is, again, this is going to be fine. It's going to be what it is. Um, the Young Bucks are going to win. If it goes longer than 12 to 15 minutes, it's 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 too long. So that's it for just regular matches. Now let's talk about matches that have maybe some stipulations to them. So we'll start with the six-person t- mixed tag team match. It is Sammy Guevara, Frankie Kazarian, and Ty Conti taking on American Top Team. So the three individuals representing ATT are going to be the TNT champion, Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, and Paige Van Zant, who will be making her in-ring debut. If you haven't seen the new TNT championship uh, for Scorpio Sky, it is absolutely stunning. Um, not a surprise. It's beautiful. 
Um, so the step here is if American top team win, neither Sammy Guevara or Frankie Kazarian will be allowed to challenge for the TNT championship as long as Scorpio Sky is the champion. Typically, I would say that's a red flag there for Sammy for 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 Sammy's team to win. Um, but this feud has been really weird. So we've been essentially uh, through through character work and storytelling that American Top Team with the heels, Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, Dan Lambert, Page Page Van Zandt, a lot of them are the heels. And on the other side, Frankie Kazarian kind of, um, you know, kind of, you know, like a rebel, you know, doing whatever he wants to do. And, and Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti, um, they have turned um, Sam, Sammy Guevara, who, has, who was a fan favorite, um, and Ty Conti, who um, not as strong of a reaction, as Sammy Guevara, but um, she's had the relationship with Negative One. She's been a de facto member of the Dark Order, so she's been at least a babyface. But they they have essentially been turned into the two people you do not want to see on your TV for Dynamite and Rampage. They are so over-the-top corny with all of their gimmicks and all the things they say that wrestlers don't say or people don't say and they don't do. I hope American top team wins. So we don't see Sammy Guevara or well, just Sammy Guevara, because I think Frankie Zarin still got some gas in the tank. Here's what I think is going to happen. Paige Van Zandt's pinning Ty Conti. And this will kind of get this little mini feud started between Sammy Guevara and Frankie Kazarian um, kind of Kazarian blaming um, Ty Conti and kind of in turn blaming Sammy Guevara. So be a nice little mini feud there. This is something Scorpio Sky needs to move off of, something Ethan Page needs to move off of. Um, this is a fantastic way to protect Paige Van Zant in her debut match. Um, and Dan and Dan Lambert's just great at whatever he does. Um, I'm gonna predict that American top team do win. Paige Van Zant will get the pin for her team. Let's move on to Anarchy in the Arena. Uh, we have the team of Eddie Kingston, Santana, Ortiz, uh, Brian Danielson, and John Moxley taking on the Jericho Appreciation Society. That would be Chris Jericho, Daniel Garcia, Jake Hager, and 2.0. That'd be Matt Menard and Angelo Parker. Does it matter? <laughs> I mean that with all due respect too, and I'm not uh, crapping on um, the match gimmick. I'm not saying I'm not going to like it. It's going to be a very enjoyable match, very enjoyable spots. Um, a lot's going to happen. Um, this uh, this is originally pitched as uh, Stadium Stampede that was on Dynamite, and uh, and John Moxley was like, "No, we're not doing that." Uh, so it's just going to be a fight. And God, I think the Jericho Appreciation Society is going to win. 
I really do. And I think that Eddie Kingston's going to be the one to fall on their grenade here. Um, I, I really don't know how. I really don't know what else is going to be able to transpire in the match, what the anarchy in the arena is going to entail. But um, I think there's more to build on with the Jericho Appreciation Society than there is the thrown together team of Kingston, uh, Santana, Ortiz, Brian, and Moxley. I think there's a lot more on the other side. Um, I also think that uh, it's very it's it's oddly strange that Wheeler Yuta hasn't been mentioned whatsoever. Like, it, like they haven't even said his name. I mean, we all know that he's taking place in the best of the Super Juniors at the moment. Um, as of today, they've got two matches left. But to just just to not say like where he's at, maybe I missed it. Um, so Wheeler might play a role in this. Um, I'll get to more of that at the very end of this review. So please stay tuned. Um, but it's going to be wild. It's going to be very um, Stadium Stampede esque. All right. MJF versus Wardlow. Uh, Wardlow's going to win this match. I, it's kind of a given, I think. Um, so the stipulation here is if MJF wins, Wardlow will be permanently banned from signing with AEW. Very silly concept. If Wardlow wins, he will be granted his release from his contract with MJF. So, obviously, it shows you right there. Um, even if the thing goes to midnight, this is, this is going to be a very long show. Um, I think this could be very quick. I really do. I think this could be um, come in, MJF try to get some offense, um, not working, uh, Wardlow, Powerbomb Symphony, and get out. It would not surprise me. Uh, I think this would be great for Wardlow. I think not only the win, because obviously I strongly believe he's going to win, but just the fact that MJF has challenged for almost every championship in AEW and the prestige that MJF carries with him, I think this is a very big win for Wardlow. I think it definitely moves him a little bit closer to being in title contention. Before we talk about the championship matches, let's discuss the Owen finals. Uh, we'll start with the women's side. This is Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, taking on a destination unknown, Ruby Soho. <laughs> this has been well done by AEW and Tony Khan to have these guys, have these ladies, excuse me, uh, feuding for a pretty substantial amount of time to the fact that now we are in the Owen finals together. I think Ruby Soho deserves it a little more. I think this would be a huge win for her. I think this puts her right at the top uh, with the bigger names in the AEW women's division. Um, I, they could put it on Baker. 
Dr. Britt Baker is the face of the women's division here in AEW. Without a doubt. And that's no disrespect to the women's world championship match later in the evening that we're going to talk about, but it's, it's, it's a fact. Dr. Britt Baker is everywhere with this women's division. She is one of the pillars of AEW. And that's why I'm saying either way, whoever wins this, it wouldn't surprise me. But I'm secretly cheering for Ruby Soho. Let's go. On to the men's uh, Owen final. Uh, this is Samoa Joe, uh, that'd be Ring of Honor television champion, Samoa Joe, taking on Adam Cole, Bay Bay. Um, also tagged with this, um, Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and Satnam Singh are barred from ringside. For me, I think it'd be great if Adam Cole and Britt Baker won. That it, I, it, it would be fantastic. Like, just imagine. And I, I don't know if this was planned or how we got to this point in the booking process, but this is another one for me that I don't think it really matters. I think this is going to be in one of the best matches on the card. Samoa Joe can still go. Adam Cole can clearly still go. We've seen him in multiple matches. Man, Samoa Joe winning would be really big. It'd be a big statement um, for the for Ring of Honor, whatever it is. If we could just get a straight answer on that, that'd be great. Um, I want to see Samoa Joe win, but at the same time, now I'm sitting there and the idea of uh, Adam Cole and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, both being the Owen Hart Foundation tournament winners. <sighs> That'd be crazy and awesome at the same time. All right, championship time. All right. For the AEW TBS championship, we have champion Jade Cargill defending against Anna J. This is Jade Cargill for the win. I'm very confused as to why this match is happening. I mean, I I know why. I'm just very concerned as to why we're not using this for another talent. Um, maybe Anna J is just the stopgap to get to Jade Cargill's real next opponent. Um, everybody, even including myself, thought that Marina Shafir would have been a good opponent. Um, Marina Shafir is bland as anything. Uh, very disappointing. Uh, the match was fine with Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill is going to win this match, and it's going to be pretty easy. We have a three-way match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. We have Jurassic Express. That would be Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus defending against uh, Team Taz. That would be Ricky Stars and Powerhouse Hobbs. And um, I believe it's uh, Bask in, oh man, what's their, wh whatever shirt that Keith Lee is wearing. Um, like Bask in Swerve's house, I don't know. 
but it's but it's Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Um, I'm. I really don't know what to make of this match because this is another uh, three way tag team match with Jurassic Express as the champions to once again protect them. So I, I just want to run through this really quick. I want to look at their title defenses. Um, so they obviously won won the title in January. They've defended against Alex Reynolds and John Silver, Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Quinn, Austin Gunn, Colton Gunn, Anthony Bowens, Max Caster, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly. Um, and then the other one was the three-way between Fish, O'Reilly, and the Bucks. So for me, that's very underwhelming. But put them in a match against credible opponents, and it's a three-way to protect them and to protect other teams. It's they haven't proven anything to me as a ta- during during this championship run. They've had the titles since January fifth, and it's. And it hasn't been great. They've been making defenses, which is great. But I think them as a tag team are not really making their mark on the division. It could be um, to eventually have them drop the titles to FTR or one of these various other tag teams. And so we had this at Revolution. Uh, they went over Fish, O'Reilly, and the Bucks. Okay, they pinned, uh, I believe it was Bobby Fish. And then when they had their one on their two on two tag match, uh, they pinned Bobby Fish again. So they haven't really done anything spectacular with this title run. Um, I'll say Jurax Express is going to win because I really do believe that Team Taz and the team of uh, Keith Lee and Swerve are going to cancel each other out. And that'll leave us with one team standing. That would be Jurassic Express. AEW Women's World Championship on the line as Thunder Rosa defends against Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb should win this. As of the beginning of the week, she cut that promo on Dynamite and the crowd just didn't buy it didn't want any part of it, didn't want in. I didn't think that she would have won the match, um, but I do think that Thunder Rosa is going to win this match. I think it's, it's just too early in the title run to switch. I think it'll be a very good match. Uh, this will definitely be... See, this, I'm not saying this to insult. This won't be the worst because between this, uh, Baker and Ruby Soho and Jade and Anna Jay, I think the TBS championship match um, is probably the weakest out of the three. Um, and then I think the Dr. Britt Baker and Ruby Soho are kind of 
the what we're looking for right now in the women's division for AEW. Um, a little bit of the new, a little bit of the old. Who's gonna win? Maybe be really nice. Um, Thunder Rosa is retaining here, no questions. Um, if Serena Deep does win, um, I think this will be the first time a champion has just defended their championship once and lost. So making history, which takes us to the main event. Hangman Adam Page, CM Punk, AW World Championship. Please, God, don't put the title on CM Punk. I'm not going to argue with anybody who says that CM Punk's a draw because obviously he is. People want to see CM Punk. Um, just watched a video this morning on YouTube. Um, it was... It was the return of CM Punk and crowd was hot. People crying, people screaming. It was fantastic. And then now we're here in May. So not an eight to nine month run here uh, with CM Punk and every feud CM Punk is one. The matches are fine. He's on TV way too much, especially during the M- the MJF feud. The MJF feud was the one that really just set me off because he was the one that came in and was like, I want to have matches with the young guys, like Darby Allen goes on the list, the young guys' names, and then you know, is now in a world championship match. Like, <sighs> there is... M- there are people that say the CM Punk should win this without a doubt. Um, I'm not even in that boat. I'm more hangman like 60, 40 as to what I think is going to happen. CM Punk sells merch. CM Punk gets people in the door. Used to be hangman Adam Page. Now it's not. I don't think there's anything against Hangman, though, Hangman is doing everything he can. But here's the other part of this. This is a very, very forgettable world championship reign. Which is just a little upsetting. And he's had the championship for 194 days, so it's longer than uh, Chris Jericho's title reign. Um, He's got a long way to go to get to Mox, which... I don't think he will. I think we will see a title change over the summer. But for now, the best thing to do is just leave it on Hangman. I, there's no reason to take it off of him. Oh, oh, to, to, to let CM Punk hold a, a heavyweight championship. But anyway, <laughs> that's going to be a great match. That's double or nothing. It's tomorrow night. You can go to Bleacher Report and buy it for $49.99. Be on the lookout for um, some people making some waves on this card, though. We saw on Wednesday that it, that the, um, I won't call it an invasion, but the quote-unquote invasion 
started with Great O'Conn and Jeff Cobb uh, making their presence known on Dynamite. Was Dynamite? Or was it Rampage? Either one. They made their presence known in AEW this week. <laughs> um, and I apologize. It's been quite a long week for me. Um, this will be really exciting. I'm definitely very eager to uh, get with our uh, circle of friends here, including uh, the other half of the wrestling purist, Jeff. Let's go. Okay. But don't be surprised if there is more new Japan pro wrestling talent looking to make their mark on this show to start the build for forbidden door, which is next month. It's sold out and there's not one match announced. It's insane. Um, but you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, everything at WPPod1. Head on over to our Teespring store. Um, you can still use that promo code through the end of the month to get 25% off of your order. Um, so please head on over to our Twitter page to get get the coupon code, and place your order. Once again, my name is Ryan, one half of the Wrestling Purists. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy Double or Nothing, and we will see you soon.